It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. What up, Bengals fans, and welcome to another episode of the Locked On Bengals podcast. James and I still here at Super Bowl 56 Radio Row. In case you don't know us, James Rapine, Jake Lisko, your host of the Locked On Bengals podcast. Thanks for making us your first listen as the Bengals will ramp up to their Super Bowl. And we talked about it. They've been in a lot of Super Bowls this year. This is the one that everyone knows as a Super Bowl. We talked to a number of people here at Radio Row, have a lot of really good stuff that we've been teasing all week. There will be more of this coming your way. We'll have our game preview tomorrow, but today we're going to get started with the conversation we had with Solomon Wilcox about the Bengals' run to the Super Bowl and how they got there and some of the matchups in the game. Solomon, let's be honest here. At least I'll admit it. We talk about him every day. I didn't expect to be here at Radio Row covering the Bengals in Super Bowl 56. What did you think, uh, or what do you think about this team and their path from 4-11-1 last year to, to Super Bowl 56 Well, this first year? of all, uh, Wakas, you know, he is uh, the architect and the inventor of the BioHeart Monitor. He is a professional athlete, a professional polo athlete. He didn't expect to be at the Super Bowl either, so it's okay. <laughs> but yet he's here, and that's how the Bengals feel. Uh, that's they right. feel very special because they're able to do some, some great things with Joe Burrow at quarterback, Jamar Chase. Just two years ago, think about it, guys. They were playing in the national championship game together at LSU. And now, two years later, they find themselves playing in the Super Bowl. That's special. And what that does, I think it breeds within them and their teammates a certain confidence that's well-earned. It's not like it's hyperbole in terms of how they feel about themselves as a football team. They've earned it. They've beaten some very good teams to get here. You have to go through the Kansas City Chiefs twice. You had to beat the number one seed Tennessee Titans. You've had to beat teams like the Baltimore Ravens and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Hey, they got Don Martindale, the defensive coordinator of the Ravens, fired. They played so well. So this is a team they arrive here at the Super Bowl in Los Angeles. I'm telling you right now, on cloud nine, tremendously confident. You talk about having to go through the AFC North. You've covered a lot of Bengals games. You talk about heart rates. How about Joe Burrow? I want to get one of these on Joe Burrow on the sideline. Super cool, right? Yeah, you heard Patrick Mahomes. They had a heart rate monitor on him during the game. His heart rate was higher watching his defense than when he went into the game with a chance to win the game. How about Joe Burrow's confidence, man? You talk about it being well-earned, undefeated in winner-go-home games. Yeah. It's just so special, right? He really is. And, you know, after the Raiders game, when he wasn't really overly celebratory, um, and they asked him, why were you not jumping yeah. up and down? He says, hey, this is the standard now. You could expect to be doing this from here on out. He was saying, for the rest of my career, Cincinnati Bingo fans, get ready because this is what we're going to be doing. We're going to be playing in the tournament called the playoffs and seeing if we can play in championship games. That's his goal. He didn't mind sharing that, right? Yeah. If you talk to Evan McPherson, he stepped up against uh, the Tennessee Titans to kick a field goal. Before he kicked it, he said, we're going to the AFC Championship game. The only kicker drafted 
in the 2020 draft, right, as a fifth rounder from Florida. The guy has kicked four field goals in each of their three postseason games. He's averaging 12 points a game. and But he has a confidence about him that's not cocky, but it's well-earned, right, by achievements in the moment of competition. You get the same from Jamar Chase. You get the same from Tyler Boyd. You get the same from Trey Hendrickson. These guys are very humble, but when they step across those white lines, they become um, very confident and unified in believing they can beat anyone. And, and I think even the Rams know that about this team. Yeah, I think they certainly are going into this game thinking they can beat the Rams. Yeah. And I have to ask, what do you think they have to do offensively to slow down Aaron Donald and Von Miller? And the list goes on and on because they have a pretty deep defensive line group. You probably have heard the saying, you have to earn the right to rush the quarterback. What that means is you got to stop the run game first. Mm-hmm. And if you're the, uh, the Bengals, you've got to pound the run game at an Aaron Donald at a Vaughn Miller, at a Leonard Floyd. This is a different group than, let's say, the defensive line for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers with an Indomitian suit and a Vita Vea. If you had to run at that massive force of a defensive line group, I would say that's going to be tough. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, good luck with that. But these guys on the defensive line for the Rams, they're small, they're lean, they're built for speed more than they're built for power. And in that sense, I think the Bengals have an opportunity to dominate the line of scrimmage as long as they run at Aaron Donald. Get them tired, lean on them for most of the game. And then when you do throw the ball, quick hit and pass game. I don't know if you guys are old enough to remember the 85 Bears. Great defense, right? Yep. They could sack the quarterback better than anyone, even maybe more so than this Rams defense. But in the Monday night game against Dan Marino, he carved them up with what? And he wasn't mobile, but it was quick pass game. He had receivers who could separate very quickly at the line of scrimmage and Mark Clayton and Mark Duper and Nat Moore, and they carved up that 85 Bears defense. So the, the same rules apply. Um, if you get rid of the ball quickly at the quarterback position, last I checked, the rules say they can't hit you. <laughs> and, and the Bengals have been doing that in these playoffs. The intermediate pass game hasn't really been much of their game plan. A lot of three-step drops for Joe Burrow. You talk about the Rams and how they like to stop the run, though. They put those five-man fronts out there a lot, and that leads to them dropping Bob Miller, yeah, you Hall go. of Fame pass rusher, into coverage. Yeah, now, you don't want to do that. That looks like a matchup you can exploit if you can get a little bit of run game going or at least keep them honest and get Bob yeah. Miller into coverage instead of rushing Joe Burrow. Zach Taylor, yeah, Zach Taylor, and those are very good observations on, on your part. Zach Taylor, head coach of the Cincinnati Bengals, when I met with him, is early as August in training camp, and he said – what everyone needs to understand and what we need to continue to understand and never forget about it, that the thrust of this offense goes through Joe Mixon. All right? Frank Pollitt, they brought him back as an offensive line coach, a guy who is dedicated to the run game. He's from the Alex Gibbs school of run game blocking where you're coordinating the footwork of the running back with the footwork um, of your offensive line. They're working in sync and in harmony with one another so that the timing of the running game is uh, operating at a very high level. They're going to run the offense through Joe Mixon. They want to get him to the second level of the defense. And there, what, you have your RPO, your play-action pass game, your bootlegs, reverse bootlegs. All of those things now can come to life. Let's talk about the defense a little bit because the Bengals' defense, to me, 
is the biggest reason they're here probably. I mean, right. the way they've played this postseason, Burrow gets the love, Chase, and all these guys, but uh, the defense has certainly uh, stepped up a ton and played really well. They forced turnovers in each of these games. You mentioned Trey Hendrickson yeah. in the secondary. I mean, it, it, they're playing at a high level. What do you think about what Lou Anarumo has done? Because it seems like he's so multiple. Yeah. He's cooking up different things each and every week depending on the uh, the matchup and the team they're facing. I watched him during the middle of the season against Lamar Jackson. Yep. You and I both know nearly impossible to stop. Right? <laughs> and I watched him in that first game. They uh, The pass rush didn't rush overly aggressively to try to chase down that rabbit <laughs> that is Lamar Jackson because you're not going to chase him down. Mm-hmm. What they did is they rushed in a way to contain and control, Russian to Rangers. entrap him in the pocket because they dared him to throw from the deep well. He's a guy that want to get out on the edges where he has clear vision to either throw it or run it. They were like, no, we ain't going to let you do that. <laughs> we're going to just con- contain and, and really try to trap him in the pocket and force him to throw from there. And he struggled. It's the same thing they did in the second half to Patrick Mahomes in the AFC Championship game. In the very first possession, you know what happened when he tried to throw it from the well? B.J. Hill, defensive tackle, picks him off. And from that point in the game, he was rattled. Yep. In so much that in overtime, tries to force the ball into double coverage to Tyreek Hill. Yep. And Jesse Bates knocks it down. Von Bell picks it off. Lou Anaromo's done this all season long. Made second-half adjustments, giving the opposing offense something different in the second half than what they got in the first half. And it starts with the pass rush, but it also starts with the secondary that has ended every single one of their postseason games with an interception, right? Off Derek Carr, off Ryan Tannehill, off Patrick Mahomes. So don't sleep on Lou Anaromo. Don't sleep on the Cincinnati Bengals defense. They've made enough plays to get them here. And, and listen, I can tell you this. Matthew Stafford's going to throw us one. He's, he's good for it, He right? tries to do it. Yeah, he, he tried to do it in the NFC title the, game. The difference is we're going to catch him. <laughs> when, he, <laughs> when he throw it to us this time, unlike the 49ers yeah. secondary, they didn't catch it when he threw it to him. Good stuff from Solomon Wilcott. Up next, another former Bengal. This time on the offensive side, I go one-on-one with Hawk. Andrew Hawkins joins us next right here on Locked on Bengals. But first, I have to tell you about GetUpside, the incredible app that's going to save you money every time you fill up at the gas pump. And all you have to do is grab your iPhone, grab your Android, and download it right now. GetUpside, G-E-T-U-P-S-I-D-E. Use promo code TOUCHDOWN. You're going to get up to $0.25 back per gallon cash back every time you fill up. Why not save every time you fill up? Gas prices, they're expensive, especially if you're in California for the Super Bowl. Save money right now with the GetUpside app. Again, use promo code TOUCHDOWN to get up to $0.25 cash back every time you fill up with promo code TOUCHDOWN, GetUpside. This episode of Locked On Bengals also brought to you by BetOnline.net. They've They've had you covered the entire football season. They'll have you covered for the Super Bowl with all the props we've been talking about this week here on Radio Row. And there's a lot of fun ones, although we have heard some consternation about betting on the coin flip. So make your own decisions there. But if it's not the coin flip, plenty of other props, odds, and lines for you at betonline.net. They will have you cover for the NBA season, the NHL season as well, once the Super Bowl is finished. And, of course, mixed martial arts boxing as always also on betonline.net go check out all the great offers right now 
Don't miss out for the 2022 season and year at Bet Online, where the game starts. Back at Super Bowl Radio Row, ahead of Bengals Rams Super Bowl 56 with my man Andrew <laughs> Hawkins. And let's start with this. Uh huh. How the hell did the Bengals get here? That was the first thing you said. Can you believe they're here? Dude, they're here. They're playing in the Super Bowl. It's wild, man. It's exciting. Um, I don't think anybody, even if, like, again, we know how good Joe Burrow is. We know how good this team is, this young nucleus. Even the biggest Bengals supporter, I can't say that they confidently felt like the Bengals would be here this soon, right now in this moment. So, I mean, it's it's a it's 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 awesome, man. It's it's cool even just walking by the NFL shop and seeing all the Bengals gear, and just the LA streets lined with Cincinnati and who. I mean, it's just wild, man. It is. It's wild. Did you ever envision? I mean, I imagine you did, but did you yeah. ever envision that? Because you grew up a Bengals fan because yep. you're a brother. Yep. You played for the Bengals when they mm-hmm. were going to the playoffs. Yeah. They were good. Did you ever imagine going to the Super Bowl as a member of the Bengals? I mean, I don't know if I ever thought that big, to be honest. I mean, because. <laughs> When I, listen, I was a Bengals fan as a kid when we were doing two win, three win seasons. Yeah. The playoffs was like a Super Bowl to me. Yeah. You know, like getting to play for the Bengals in a playoff game was like, yeah, I'm good. I don't care what happens after this. We, Like that's a dream come true because I remember praying for winning seasons for Cincinnati, you know. Mm-hmm. And so to see them where they are now, I don't know if my mind, even as a player, was like, this is a real possibility. It was like always step one. Let's get to the playoffs. And we got there and it was like, oh, well, let's try to get a win, right? And so I think that even them busting through, if they only won one game this season with this team, it would have been a massive success mm-hmm. for the franchise. If they would have just beat Tennessee, oh, my gosh, can you imagine? Yep. To win the AFC championship, and it, like that's, that's the thing about this game. Like I don't want to say they're on house money because they really have an opportunity to win, but, I mean, this is a season Bengals fans, no matter what happens from here on out, we'll talk about, for the rest of their lives, right? Mm-hmm. Like, this is a part of that that history, and that's really cool to, to witness. Because it's so unexpected. Exactly. So unexpected. Exactly. And, and there's beauty in that. What went through your mind after they beat the Raiders? Uh-huh. Jermaine Pratt catches the interception. Yeah. Joe Burrow's like, we're not going to celebrate. This yeah. is what we expect. This is the standard, given yes. the history that you know Dude, very well. I mean, I think that <laughs> that that is a – there's no perfect – more perfect illustration about who Joe Burrow is and why he's such a special player because it's very easy to go into these games or situations and say, hey, we're just happy to be here. We're going to give it our best and see what happens. No, like Joe Burrow, he's that confident. He really is that kind of guy. Like even, you know, I interviewed him at the Combine before he was drafted and I remember meeting him and I interviewed all the quarterbacks and he stuck out like a, you know, even from all the pack, just his confidence, mm-hmm. you feel it. And it's not a fake bravado. It's not trying to convince you he's confident. You can just see, like, he, he knows his place in the world. And, you know, it's like you could tell his parents did a great job of putting him. He has a confidence that is even uncommon just by human standards, not even just NFL players. And I remember seeing Darren Simmons at the combine. And I was like, hey, you know, trying to tip his hat one way or the other. I'm like, I don't know what you guys plan to do, but I don't know if I've ever seen a rookie coming in who could – probably command a following the way Joe Burrow is could do in a locker room and Darren kind of gave me just a look and just kind of kept walking but so so to see him now and those sound bites of like hey this get used to this it's not it's not fake it's not for the cameras it's not to be cute genuinely who he is genuinely how he views himself and his team and the rest of his team you can tell follow um follow his confidence that way and then that's why looking at this game and Mm -hmm. you could easily say the Rams were built 
for this. They yeah. go get OBJ. They traded for Von Miller. They traded for Matt Stafford and Jalen Ramsey. And it's all led up to this point where they're uh-huh. all in to win right now. Super Bowl 56 in L.A. I think the Bengals have a chance. I think they I, I do, do too. I think the Bengals definitely have a chance. I think they have the talent. The biggest question mark is, will be, can you protect Joe? <laughs> right? Aaron Donald is the best football player on planet Earth. And I, I believe that wholeheartedly. And I think that... You were high on him pre-draft. I, always. I've, I, yeah. I've seen him. I've seen the way he... Like, <laughs> there's just certain people that are just built for certain things in life. <laughs> Aaron Donald... You couldn't make a football player in a lab with the mindset, ability, strength, you know, all of it is just perfect. It's similar to Joe Burrow. You can't duplicate a Joe Burrow. Like, I don't care how great someone's arm is or how their tangibles are. You can't duplicate the perfect makeup. Aaron Donald is like that as a defender. And so it's not a matter of stopping him. It's a matter of how do you game plan him, mitigate him, maybe slow him down because he's going to get his plays. He's going to wreak some havoc. Um... But I think Joe Burrow is in a good position to kind of overcome that and adjust, which he does very, very well. Double teams, chips. Yeah, it, but, man. But, but that doesn't even, you know, it's, it's quick it's, game. I'm, yeah, get the ball out of his hands and, I don't know, maybe do a magic trick, do something yeah. to, to get his eyes in a, in a different direction. But, yeah, I think they have a chance, man. I think they have a, a really, really good chance. And it is, it's interesting just the – the polar opposite way that these two teams got here, mm-hmm. like the approaches. Yep. And I think they're two of the best approaches in football because, you know, I play for the Browns, and I think the Browns, you know, have an aff- affinity for my time there, the way the city embraced me, the ownership and the way they've done it um, as well. I love the fact that the Brown family said, this is how we're going to build a team, mm-hmm. and our time will come. And think of all the other franchises that have done it a bunch of different ways over the last 20, 30 years, yep. 15 years. And here the Bengals are. It's worked. It's like, hey, it's like yeah. it's like Novocaine. You give it time, it always works. <laughs> we'll get there. And they got their guy. They got their young team. And now they're primed to go on a dynasty-like run because they're only going to get better. That offensive line, you know exactly what you need to address next year. Mm-hmm. You don't need any help at receiver. Yep. You don't need any help at running back. You don't got to be looking for a quarterback. Your defense is good. Your defense is going to get better. Your O-line is going to get better. And that's that's scary for a lot of teams in this league. Last thing, Jamar Chase, mm-hmm. Jalen Ramsey. That's yeah. a matchup a lot of people are talking about. Yeah. How Break it down for me because Jamar's been amazing, but, you know, Ramsey's Jamar, a different dude. Jamar has been amazing. What the Bengals have always been great at is finding wide receiver weapons. Mm-hmm. Probably... I would say like Andrew Hawkins. Like Andrew Hawkins, man. I mean, and you know, I'm not going to act like I'm Hall of Fame caliber, but there weren't a lot of teams that were going to get a value out of a 5'7 CFL receiver and say, okay, well, I see the value in this and, and pairing him with the likes of Marvin Jones, Mo Sanu, A.J. Green. They've done it. I say between them and the Steelers, they've gotten the most value picks out of wide receivers that they've been able to do. And I say that because Jamar Chase going against Jalen Ramsey is the, the sexy headline that they'll go with. The reason why I don't think Jalen will match on Jamar is because T. Higgins is the number one receiver mm-hmm. that you were able to get in the second round. Yep. And if you game plan against Jamar, Tyler Boyd is one of the best slot receivers and probably the most underrated receiver in the National Football League over the last five seasons. Uzama down the middle of the field. Uh, mixing out of the backfield. What makes them special is that you can't take one receiver away and you have the right quarterback who understands that his number one receiver is the guy that's open. Yep. And he knows how to find him. Yep. So, Yeah, we'll see if he can find him on Sunday. There you go, man. He's Andrew Hawkins. 
Check him out. NFL Network. On everywhere, Twitter, man. at Hawk. Everywhere. Yep. Check if you him have out a job, everywhere. call me. I'll probably take it. Yeah, no. <laughs> Appreciate the time. <laughs> Absolutely. Thanks for having me, James. Good stuff from Andrew Hawkins, my man. Hawk, hopefully you enjoyed that one, but we're not done here at Radio Row. Up next, he goes one-on-one. -on -one. Jake Lisko goes one-on-one -on -one with Mike Renner of Pro Football Focus. But now it's my favorite part of the show because it's Built Bar time. The number one protein bar on the planet. You hear about me. You talk about them all the time. Hopefully the Bengals have eaten their fair share of Built Bars in preparation for Sunday's big game. High in protein, low in sugar, low in calories, perfect for you. I'm going to get my man Ross Jackson a bunch of Built Bars for the work he put in this week. So make sure you go there now, Built.com, and save 15% with promo code LOCKED15, the best protein bar on the planet. High in protein, low in sugar, low in carbs, or low in calories, and you're gonna save money on it. You gotta get there right now. Don't delay. Built.com promo code lock15. We're also brought to you all week by On Location. We're late in the week now, but if you're trying to get to the Super Bowl and you're trying to get true 50-yard line seats, or take part in some of the other really cool events happening in LA with A-list musical talent, or to celebrate with the Bengals after they win. You got to get to LA and you got to get there with on location. Don't deal with all the third party vendors. The, the prices are crazy out there. You can lock it in today again with on location. You can find them at onlocationexp.com slash SB56 or just search Super Bowl on location to get all the details for all the great stuff that they have in store for you. Don't even have enough time to talk about all the cool stuff on offer with on location again on location exp.com slash sb56 or just search super bowl on location we're now joined by pff's mike renner friend of the show you've seen him before we're here on super bowl radio row mike how's it going man it's going great man been a fun week cannot believe the Bengals. they can't like living down cincinnati it just never registered that it was a possibility but now we're here it's great Never registered? Like okay. At some point it registered. At some point it registered, but it was like not until probably after the Titans game that I was like, this could happen. It was not, you know, going in the playoffs, I was at the Raiders game. You know, I'm in the stands, and I'm just like, this is, that was their Super Bowl. You know, like winning a playoff game for the Bengals was their Super Bowl. And so anything after that was icing on the cake. And it just, they continue, man, continue. So, I, I want to ask about some, some players on the team that mm -hmm. I know you had in your draft guide. But yeah. before we do that, the most important question is, how many Super Bowls have the Bengals won this year <laughs> as proclaimed by the media. team fans? No, okay, so Steelers sweeping the Steelers is a Super Bowl. <laughs> sweeping the Ravens was Super No, just the first win against the Ravens, I think, was a Super Bowl also. Yeah. So then the one playoff win was Super Bowl. Chiefs regular season was the Super Bowl, and then also Chiefs playoffs was the Super Bowl. So they're they're ringing up banners, dude. It's left How and right. Many rings is that? The, the, if they were the Colts, they would have like five banners up by now. Oh, that's you a know, lot of, that's a lot of Super Bowls in one year. So obviously, the the talk of Cincinnati, Joe Burrow is is and Jamar Chase to, to mm -hmm. a significant and, and similar degree that the two guys that are making this offense go. You've written about these guys as draft prospects and have watched them blossom in the NFL. Joe Burrow breaking sacks from Chris Jones. Is that something that you saw coming when, when you did his draft profile at LSU? It was. I, and that was one of his biggest selling points. It's like he's not an athlete in terms of like you're not putting him as an option quarterback and using him in that regard. But he is athletic in that 
he can get he can do things like that. He can every now and then create. That's doesn't have to be, you know, the stoic pocket passer of Tom Brady, who everyone loves comparing him to this week. Like he adds more than just that. Adds a playmaking element that is why Joe Burrow's Joe Burrow. I think that the Tom Brady thing, there are some similarities, right? In the way they carry themselves, although I think Joe Burrow might eat strawberries, and the way that they move in the pocket. Where, where do the similarities end, in your opinion? Because it seems like Brady's throwing the ball harder than he ever has in, in his last year. Yeah, I don't honestly love the comparison. Brady has a much stronger arm than Joe Burrow. Brady is far less escapable. Like, he moves well in the pocket, but he does not actually break tackles yeah, in the pocket. He's Exactly, and he is not breaking out. He operates, I would probably say, even quick, quicker than Joe Burrow, although Joe Burrow in year two versus, you know, Brady in year 20 is not a fair comparison. But... I do think from a number of levels, like Brady is not, doesn't attack downfield the way Burrow does. Like he, Burrow is not a dink and dunk guy by any means. Like he wants to attack past the linebackers and past the safeties. He wants to attack the areas of the field that, you know, he wasn't supposed to attack with his arm coming out. So I think that's the bigger differences. The intermediate game has been huge for Burrow. That hasn't yeah. been as much of their playoff run. I think a lot of that is to do with the pressure he's dealing with. He's trying to create off script, but so much quick game, three-step drops, hit yeah. the vertical ball, hit, hit the underneath stuff. So we'll see if that continues. And with Aaron Donald and company coming to town, probably going to have to mitigate yeah. that to some degree with those guys. But how about Jamar Chase? This is a marquee matchup on the outside of athletes in this game of high-tiered players of their position, strength on strength, Jalen Ramsey, Jamar Chase. The Rams are not afraid at all to leave him on an island outside. And truthfully, I don't think it's a great matchup for Chase if it is going to be Ramsey following him, but that's kind of the beauty of having Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, and Tyler Boyd. Right. You have options. And it's like, yeah, if you want to put Jalen Ramsey on on Jamar Chase, by all means, we'll just hit deep balls to T. Higgins on the other side. Like, we got T. Higgins against Darius Williams then, five foot nine. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, we got we got a little mismatches then if that's what, how you want to play it. So that's, you know, hats off to Duke Tobin for saying, yeah, we have Tyler Boyd and A.J. Green, but let me – get more for my guy in Joe Burrow in drafting T. Higgins last year, drafting Jamar Chase this year, and that's why that's why they're here. Like, they don't draft Jamar Chase. They don't draft T. Higgins. They draft two guards there or a guard and offensive tackle. They're not, in the, they're not in the Super Bowl right now. It's certainly a much harder road. On the Duke-Tobin topic, adds tons of pieces to the defense in the last two years. Yeah. I think there's some debate as to which is the most impactful. DJ Reader, obviously a nose tackle, but changes the way they play run defense. Trey Hendrickson being the guy he's been for the Bengals was yeah. a bit of a revelation. And I think Shadobe Awuzie, Von Bell, very important pieces of the secondary. Which of those guys is your favorite, or, or maybe not your favorite, but do you think has made the biggest impact for the Bengals defense? That one's tough. <laughs> Shit. Like, I would probably lean Chidobe Awuzie because you're going from William Jackson, who was far more of a man corner. He wasn't a particularly versatile guy. Yeah. To Chidobe Awuzie, who now gives you the flexibility to do anything. And when we've seen kind of the Bengals' MO or why, the beauty of their defense and why they've been so successful in the playoffs is they've been able to run anything. Any sort of coverage you want, they've been good at throughout the playoffs because they've they've sort of targeted these versatile guys and they've targeted depth over kind of the Rams model of just elite players who are going to make that impact. Like, they just have depth at every position. So, yeah, I think Cheeto, but, like, you're really splitting hairs if you want to say any of those other guys. Like, those free agent signings have all been home runs, and it makes you, like, 
go back and look. It's like, what, what took the Bengals so long, man? Like, this is new for them, new unfounded territory, but what took them so long to get involved? Meanwhile, Bengals fans were hoping that the Trey Wayne signing didn't scare them off of free right? the next year. Of course, it didn't. They made big moves again. Last question. We'll talk to you about the draft in a few weeks. We're, for once, not covering the draft here. Covering the you don't even know what pick you're getting yet. In February, right, exactly. Who do you like this awesome. weekend? In terms of sorry, the, oh, the actual winning. Okay, there we go. Um, I like the Bengals. I picked them against the Raiders. I picked them against the Titans. I picked them against the Chiefs to win outright all three of those games. And it starts with, obviously, Joe Burrow. But it's more because of this defense. Like, I, I don't foresee the Rams. I didn't foresee the Chiefs. I didn't foresee anyone putting up big numbers. I just think they have a good sort of a, a good wealth of talent that there's no weak links to really expose is kind of the biggest thing. Like, yeah, we saw the first half of the Chiefs game, like the game plan that they came out with, with dropping eight and the zone coverage they were doing, got a little exposed. Then they played drop eight man the second half, completely switch up the script. And that that's all of a sudden what shuts down this Chiefs yeah. offense. So they, they have answers for everything that the Rams could throw out. And Joe Burrow is just like a different, like the, the city of Cincinnati is behind him. Like it just means they're like living on borrowed, not borrowed time. They're, they have nothing to lose. There we go. That's the better, what's the one I'm looking for? Whereas the Rams, the, their backs are against the wall. They don't win this. That's it for them. This is like their, this is their Super Bowl, literally. But like this is the last run for them with how they've built that roster. That was Mike Renner from Pro Football Focus. He's got some great stuff from Radio Row as well. Make sure you check all of that out. And We've got a game preview coming up tomorrow, James. We're going to have a lot of bonus episodes this week, and one of them is going to be dropping tomorrow. In addition to that, we also talked to some other former Bengals and all that stuff still coming your way. Until next time, Bengals. No, 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 hold on. Turn on your alerts on YouTube. Make sure you do that because we're going we're gonna to hammer you, all right? There's going to be a lot that you're going to want to consume between now and Sunday, and it's not just the normal five episodes. So, like he said, do that Do that wherever you subscribe as well uh, and follow the podcast. Sorry, we got to get those alerts in, Jake, because we're going we're gonna to blow up your phone between now and, and Super Bowl 56, so buckle up. Great shout-out. James Rapine always remembering to get those get that phone buzzing as it is until next time Bengals fans who day and have a good one if you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason look no further than the locked on NFL scouting podcast join the draft dudes Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL draft if you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster you need to check out locked on NFL scouting available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts part of the locked on podcast network your team every day Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.